Hello everyone, and welcome to the Archives Guy podcast. Episode 9.2, Esplor Hockey Sticks, Equipping the Great One and Beyond. Last time we began a four-part series on the history of hockey in Cambridge. We started with the story of the incredible Preston Rivulets, the dominant women's hockey team that played during the 1930s. If you haven't listened to it yet, please do, as it is an inspiring story of following your dreams with amazing results. It's one of my all-time favorite local history stories, so please check it out. This episode, we're going to move on to a little Hespler hockey history. When you think of Hespler in hockey, you have to think of hockey sticks, as the sticks were, um, made in, uh, that were made in Hespler are world famous. The great one himself, Wayne Gretzky, even at one point used sticks made in Hespler. The story of Hespler hockey sticks involves more than just Hespler as the company's roots are in uh, hockey stick um, manufacturing around southwestern Ontario. I found a lot of this information from the company itself, as they've done a great job of documenting their history. Today they're called Hesper, uh, sorry, Heritage Hockey Sticks, and are about to relocate uh, to Brantford, Ontario. So it all started in 1887. When E.B. Salyard and Sons Limited of Preston placed its first hockey stick on the market and dubbed it the Salyard Special Hockey Stick. A little bit about Mr. E.B. Salyard and his company. From the Industrial Preston Special Souvenir, number um, 1908. When a man is assigned to an undeveloped idea and by his own initiative and ability and the help of those around him develops it, there can never be a question as to the, that man's fitness and ability, or to his right to be pointed out as a representative merchant or manufacturer. Such is the case of Mr. E.B. Salyards, known throughout the length and breadth of Canada and into the United States, manufacturer of the best hockey stick on the market. In 1876, he started making brushes in a humble way. In spite of adverse competition created mostly by cheap prison labor, his brushworks grew. Eleven years later, he placed on the market for the first time his Salyard Special Hockey Stick. It wasn't long before players of this sport throughout the Dominion began to realize that here was the stick they had been waiting for and wishing for. Today, Mr. Salyards owns one of the handsomest factories in Preston. It is located on the corner of Hamilton and Water Streets. It is built of brick, two stories in height, and in point of equipment and sanitary conditions, attending the manufacture of the brushes and sticks could not be excelled anywhere in Canada. The factory is running to its full capacity. On account of the nature of the work being done, the number of employees is similar than that of other concerns doing similar amounts of business. 17 skilled mechanics are constantly employed. The man to who they credit uh, is directly due is native of Preston and member of COF. For unadulterated uh, pluck and perseverance, the latter most especially. For business wisdom of his decisions and the control and minute knowledge he has of his works, Mr. Salyers has few equals. So in other words, he was a really good businessman. Some more on the history of Hasbro hockey sticks. Five years prior to 1887, William Hilborn purchased American Plow Works in 1882 in air. But with emerging technology in agriculture and hand plows becoming obsolete, 
Hilborn saw an opportunity and began mass-producing hockey sticks, in part because his sons, Albert and William, were emerging as excellent hockey players in the Toronto Bank League. He found that the machine used uh, to shape and mold plow handles was also suitable for making hockey sticks. So he set out to find a, a new purpose for rock elm wood, constructing up to eight sticks with one piece of wood. By 1910, the name of the company had been changed to the Hillborn Company and began supplying hockey sticks and bats to the Spalding Company. Within a decade, Hillborn was supplying sticks and bats to CCM, Eaton's, and distributors all over Canada. Meanwhile, hockey sticks were also being made at the St. Mary's Wood Specialty Company, a business that was started by Solomon Lewis Doolittle in 1908. Like Hillborn, Doolittle originally started his company with the purpose of manufacturing tool for working the land, producing products such as axe handles, shovels, brooms, and mining tools. But he too also saw an emerging market for hockey sticks. Before long, the plant was mass producing a complete line of sticks for suppliers around Canada. In 1908, St. Mary's Wood Specialty Company began manufacturing handles for axes, hammers, and sledgehammers, along with baseball bats and hockey sticks. By 1909, it was producing 16 models of hockey sticks. Not even a fire that destroyed the plant in 1912 could deter uh, Doolittle, and the plant was up and running again within a couple months. As the game evolved and the demands of the players became more sophisticated for their sticks, Companies responded by turning out sleeker models. Manufacturers began making spliced hockey sticks with appealing names such as Red Flash, Viking, Wizard, and Arrow. Clearly, the hockey stick was transforming from a basic instrument of play into one that could be manipulated and changed to give players advantage. And the hockey stick companies had to change with the times. Meanwhile, Hesper Wood Specialty began operations in 1922 and began making sticks that were gained gaining notice around the world. The company patented a three-piece goalie stick and had two patents for two-piece sticks for skaters. In 1926, Hesbler patented a heel joint, which essentially became the pattern from the manufacturing of wood sticks. But then the Great uh, Depression took hold, and as the devastating results of it continued to take their toll in the 1930s, stick manufacturers felt the effects. The Hillborn Company was sold to Waterloo Wood Products, and the St. Mary's Wood Specialty Company was also sold. The disparate uh, hockey sticks business in southwestern Ontario became one when Canada Barrel and Keg, a subsidiary of Joseph Seagram's and Company, purchased the Hillborn Company, St. Mary's Wood and Specialty, Hespler Wood Specialty, East Alliards and Sons, and McNeese and Orchard Limited. By the summer of 1934, all the original plants were closed, and the equipment and workforce were transferred to Hespler under the name of Hespler St. Mary's Wood Specialty Company. And the factory actually would be located on Sheffield Street. The 1940s and 50s were then when things boomed for Hespler as it produced wood products, including hockey sticks and baseball bats, at a dizzying pace. The work was hard and meticulous and done by hand, producing the quality that players around the world came to know and expect. In 1972, Hespler Wood Specialty Company was purchased by sports equipment giant Cooper, but continued to operate under its own name until it was uh, named Cooper Canada Limited in 1979. Ten years later, Cooper was taken over by Canstar Sports Group of Montreal and concentrated its effort largely on hockey sticks. The baseball bat line was sold to Irwin Toys. Cooper would later be bought out by 
Charon Industries, which produced Bauer products, which was bought out in turn by Nike Inc. in 1994 to produce uh, Bauer Nike Hockey Inc. The Hespler facility continued to produce Bauer sticks for seven years. Then, in October 2003, the firm announced that it would close the facility. Heritage Wood Specialties Inc. was formed in 2004 when Nike Bauer divested itself of the wood manufacturing business with the intent of closing the plant. But a small group of Bauer employees put together their own funds and found an investor to purchase the assets from Nike Bauer and began making sticks for Bauer, CCM, and all other major hockey brands and retailers in North America. Heritage has manufactured sticks for Bauer, CCM, Sherwood, Warrior, Vaughn, Bryans, and Christian, among others, and continues to do so today for some of those manufacturers. Brands, sorry. In April 2019, Heritage Wood Specialties Inc. changed its name to Heritage Hockey Sticks Inc., which, it, when it was sold to W. Graham uh, Rouston, who in 2008, as chairman of Bauer Performance Sports, acquired Bauer in, from Nike and served in that capacity through the end of 2012. Heritage um, Hockey Sticks um, is based in Hespler until the end of 2021, um, before beginning uh, the beginning of moving operations to Brantford, Ontario. Uh, it manufactures hockey sticks for NHL goalies and position players, as well as foam core uh, goalie sticks, street hockey sticks, sledge hockey sticks, and autograph uh, sticks uh, for the hockey industry. One thing you'll... Uh, they like to note is that if you've seen a player toss a stick into the crowd after being named one of the game's three stars or Hockey Hall of Fame inductees posing with a stick, there's a good chance that it was a Hespler uh, or a Heritage, sorry, hockey stick. So there's a little story about uh, a little history of Hespler um, hockey sticks, which was a huge part of the community of Hespler for about a century. While it is sad to see the old Hespler factory on Sheffield close, uh, the legacy continues with the move to Wayne Gretzky's hometown of Brantford. To learn more, check out heritagehockeysticks.com. I hope you enjoyed this look at just part of Hespler's hockey history. Next up, we will shift our focus to Galt and the world-famous Galt Arena Gardens, the oldest continuing operating arena in the world. Approaching its 100th anniversary, we take a look at its long history as the home of Galt's hockey and where legends of the game skated. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to always give the uh, podcast a follow on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on Facebook and Instagram, if you haven't already. And follow along as we continue to explore our story. <laughs>